So what was your reaction? Where were you when you first heard the news of the Bucks boycotting Game 5 yesterday? I was here eating Cajuns, and my first reaction was shocked because I wasn't like at first I just didn't understand why but I did like I understood why but I was like why boycott the game because mm-hmm. I was like you playing or not playing the game doesn't it makes doesn't make a difference with my first initial thought but then it's more so the statement kind of it brings afterwards that kind of and listening to other people and kind of how they took it and I was like oh so it did make more of a impact than I ex- than I thought initially. That was my initial thought. Yeah, I was definitely surprised. I was looking through Twitter like right at four o'clock, and I saw it come up. But what was tweeted? He, the Bucks are considering boycotting. The Bucks have not come out on the floor mm-hmm. for Game Five. So I'm like, wait, let me check if it's on TV. Checked NBA TV. It was just the Magic warm. Did you see it? Like what as it was happening? Oh uh, no, I did not. The Magic were warming up, and they were looking like kind of confused. And then you could see like right in the background as they're covering it, the Magic just walk off the floor. Yep. And then I don't know if you followed along at all, but like, what was just saying how the top executives of not just like the Bucks but the league were in the trying to get into the Bucks locker room. Bucks wouldn't let them in. Yep. And they basically took it to the wire. They stayed through the whole what the game time would be before they actually left. Yeah. You know. So, but it was a whole ordeal. Yeah. They actually and the Bucks, of course, were thirty miles or so from uh, forty miles or forty minutes, I believe. So to back it up, yeah, the reason why the Bucks were boycotting was over the shooting in, was it, does anyone know the pronunciation of this? Kenosha? Yeah, Kenosha. I don't know. Kenosha, Wisconsin. Kenosha. Kenosha, where Jacob Blake was the victim, I believe. Yes. Who's now paralyzed from the waist down permanently because he was shot in the back seven times by police. Yeah. Uh, There was a brawl before that. This gentleman and three others, Mm -hmm. three cops. Yep. Cops, in my opinion, and I think most people's opinion, use excessive force. Yes. Shot this dude in the back, and as I said, in front of his kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, paralyzed from the waist down, yet yeah, he can't walk again over, yeah, maybe it was a violent situation, but. Yeah, but it didn't need to go. There, There's not a, there's not many situations that warrant seven shots to be fired. Directly in the back. Like, direct, like direct. I usually don't watch these videos. But I happened to watch this one, and it was... Did you see the video? Yeah. Point blank. Yeah, I was going to say, well, he was going into his car, and then pretty much as he was going, it was bang, 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 bang. Which, yeah, if you don't... You don't know what he's going for in his car, which turned out to be nothing, but... Yeah. But if there's three of you there... Yeah, you don't you, you don't know, but you don't instantly have to fire. That's the thing that you don't have to do. I understand whatever kind of altercation you were in prior, but that doesn't mean you instantly have to fire, because... Their assumption was, oh, he's grabbing a gun to come shoot us. Let's shoot him first. But that's not, that wasn't the case. It's just a fact that if that was a white person, things would have went differently. Mm-hmm. And you can say, Kyle, there's no footage of that. How can you say that? Well, the next night, I believe it was the next night. Yeah. About 30 minutes away in Illinois, I believe there was a, or maybe it was in Kenosha. Mm-hmm. Protests were going on. A white 17-year-old who actually happened to be a junior cadet of a some police force, yeah. wherever, and uh, murdered two people with yes. an assault rifle yes. where there was police presence 
And they actually, I, apparently, who knows if this is true or not, apparently gave him refreshments before or after whatever this happened. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Point is, you can see the direct, how that's opposite. You yeah, know what I mean? Completely. Like how it's just, if that's a black person walking around with an AK or whatever, safe to say that's not going to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not no, the same result completely. at all. So yeah, that's why the Bucks and that's why the NBA, shouts the NBA, are doing the right thing, boycotting, doing mm-hmm. what the athletes of the 60s did when there was unrest in the country. Yes. And uh, it was his, it's an historic day. Mm-hmm. Um, it felt, did it feel like to you, did it feel like a part of history, like as the day was going on? Because um, at first it did not. At first it was confusion, but as the day went on, it felt truly historic to me. Um. Yeah, it did. It did just because of the, because the snowball effect that the Bucks had on the rest of the sports world, because then you have baseball postponed, the mm-hmm. WNBA, and just you kind of j- it had such a snowball effect of pretty much we're not gonna obviously stand for this, and I know I've had a few conversations with some of my friends talking about this situ- this situation mm-hmm. and how they obviously they don't ag- no one agrees with the fact that he was shot in the back seven times but they were talking about how they didn't understand the boycotting because the bucks or whoever boycotting their games to them didn't change anything Meaning, like, I mean, obviously they're trying to make raise. Obviously, the M- the NBA or whoever is boycotting is trying to raise awareness for the situation, trying to basically say we're not going to play because we don't feel that it's just to do this because obviously this is bigger than basketball. But at- absolutely, not only that, people who are in the NBA, the NFL, those black athletes, those are. The most powerful black men in America, essentially. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say it's the uh, so it's if we're the stopping, platform. Absolutely, stopping the money, going for the NBA's pockets, which is also Disney World's pockets mm-hmm. and ESPN's. When you're stopping the money like that, that's how you get change, and I think that's what they're showing. Yeah, uh, I was. Gonna, I don't think that. I'm not sure if that came up in that like in their mindset, right? Because right. They, but I'm just no, no. I'm and, just and then you're right, and you're right by saying that. But I'm just saying I think at the initial thought it was like why boycott the game? We all have awareness of what's going on. The difference between you playing and you not playing doesn't make a difference. And that's what for some people that's what it comes across in the minds like why like if playing or not playing, we know this is an issue and you playing a game. That's why people didn't understand the boycotting aspect of it. At least some for some of the people that I talked to. Yeah, any sort of boycott is for this reason, for necessary action, you know? Yeah. Anytime, right? That would be the definition of boycott. Yeah. You know, it's for yeah. for change, for for good. Um, and just when there's, I'm trying to figure out the word I'm trying to say here, but like, when there's just bla- something blatantly yeah. wrong, you know? So, When you yeah. feel there's unjust in the work, when your work situation or wherever, where you feel something isn't well, right, you try to, you boycott to try to correct whatever the problem is. Well, exactly here. Yesterday was four years to the day when Cal- Colin Kaepernick originally kneeled. Yeah. The kneeling didn't work. You saw what, we got four years of what, kneeling and how that was disrespect the flag and this and that. So, yeah. Which wasn't, but. Y'all ain't gonna really try to make change? We're not going to play basketball is what they're saying. So props to them. And then there was 
a crazy amount of drama by the sounds of it in the players' meeting yeah. last night. Uh, so a bunch of rumors. Bron the Lakers, Kawhi and the Clippers both walked out of the meeting. Right. And but they have come to the agreement to play basketball again. I don't know. Sounds like this weekend, possibly at the earliest. They, I would say they didn't give a timetable really, but they definitely are, they're going to come back and play. But it's gonna it's it's crazy to see all of this happen because you felt it already happened. Obviously with the George Floyd, and you like it's like okay, is it just going to keep getting worse and worse? And so it's like. It's just weird to see everything keep reoccurring, even though like we're at this time when the George Floyd thing, it raised more awareness than ever before. Awareness, but no change. And that's no, what, no, that's the thing. And that's that's what they're trying to. You guys are. That's what they're trying to uh, succeed with this. Yeah. So. Backstory to this also, though, was Kyrie Irving did not want to go to the bubble or have the bubble yep. for this exact reason. Yes. Yeah, we're making awareness, but we're not na- making change. Yes. So they want to enforce real action, make real change. So this was a tweet last night that stuck out to me. This to me is what leadership looks like, right? So it says, among themes in meeting, NBPA explained how there could be a possible lockout next season, like if no one resumes, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Right? Chris Paul wanted to meet leave the meeting unified with everybody, like going in the same direction. Yes. Says CJ McCollum wanted a plan of action and Doc Rivers wants to use their platform for voting and holding police accountable. That's true leadership. Yes. You know, that's, they want real action. And what happened was when the Bucks were in the locker room early, early in the day, when the media couldn't get in, they were on the phone with the attorney general in Milwaukee mm-hmm. trying to get certain laws passed. I believe they got in on some sort of, police refer i didn't check exactly what it was but they're trying to make some sort of difference in the police yeah. um, and also the bucks also it resonates with them because of the area and also them having a victim of police brutality and sterling brown on their team exactly. definitely definitely ups the and makes it feel even more at home kind of like oh, we need to stand for this because one of our own has dealt with this as well i've never felt more positive about this until 2020, which is crazy because 2020 has been a shitty year. Yeah, 100%. But through all this, unfortunately for Jacob and George Floyd, it finally seems like changes may be on the way. With the NBA players taking action, they should be beyond applauded for what they did, as well as the WNBA, as well as the MLB, those who participate in the MLB. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good start. And, and it's going to be, you have to... And it starts from the bottom, kind of, but I mean, you have to bring it to the top as well. Exactly. With Because really, the people who are going to be able to initiate and really push for change, obviously the players are going to have a voice, but it's really the players' owners. Like, the owners are people who have so much pull in, like, the political field. Money. Like, they have the money and they have the clout to go talk to literally anybody. They can talk to anybody. Like, Robert Kraft can talk straight to Donald Trump easily. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're going to be the people who are going to have to make the change. And obviously, that's going to start with the, if you have the rumblings from the players, and then obviously speaking with them, and then them coming with the issues and being unified with everybody, then they can go to the government and whoever and try to make whatever changes need to be made. It's got to be with us, I believe. I think... I think it starts with the people 
with voting, obviously, and even voting really, it's got to be more than that to really make a difference. Um, the players are a good start, and the owners do play a big part. And the owners actually did pledge something like three hundred million towards some sort of reform, or I'll have to check it, whether it's something to do with the inner cities or if it's actual police reform. Um, yes. You know, we the people got to protest like we've been, whether it's, it just can't be during times like this. It's got to be all the time, yeah. you know, um, there's petitions you can sign voting, as we mentioned, um, whatever you got to do to raise awareness, mm-hmm. what we have with technology and the internet, the election coming up, it's, it's a huge time for change. And yes. it, that's 100% obvious, but. I don't know. I'm positive. Like I said, I believe we said this the last time when the George Floyd stuff happened and, and the riots were happening. This generation and the next generation coming up, mm-hmm. and for sure the generation after them, definitely gets it much more on social issues and you know what's going on in the world. Yes. They're def- so, they can be educated at a much younger age on all that stuff due to social media. So they're going to... Na- and obviously with... You're going to have the school systems, I hopefully, are going to start really pushing all of this, all this stuff more so than they did before. So they're going to grow up into knowing, okay, this happened. Oh, this happened. We don't want that to happen. Instead of being at 10, instead of being at 22. That's a great point. Education reform. Another way to get this country moving forward, you know? Yep. So, yeah, I'm very hopeful. I'm very optimistic. Um, Another shitty, dark week, but with hope on the horizon. Truly. Um, Sadly, you need these weeks to help change. It's sad that you have to come down to these points to rise up, but you always have to hit a rock bottom before you can start to rise. That's 100% right. Um, Like Rick Ross said, an apple in my eye, you got to destroy before we elevate. Yes. And uh, that's pretty much what it feels like with the Trump administration mixed with everything that's going on. It's rock bottom for us, nowhere to go but up, you know? Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, with that, let's get into some uh, lighter topics. Some. Do you think that this kind of mini mini break will help the Dallas Mavericks? And the reason why I ask specifically the Mavericks is because with Porzingis, with Porzingis being out and Luca being injured, do you think I that think it'll help Luca? Porzingis worries me a little bit because they said it's knee soreness. You don't miss two games for knee soreness. Yeah. Um. So I think that's more serious than what they're leading on. I think maybe maybe if it if Dame Lillard can somehow come back, I don't know if he would have played the next game had they won without him. Mm-hmm. That it would definitely help. Yeah. Przingis, I'm worried about given his injury history. Yeah, and Kyle Lowry, I believe, and Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry will definitely help. And that yeah. situation is probably should help if we're starting Saturday by the looks of it. Yeah. Um so maybe Lowry plays with some extra time off. Luke will probably definitely look a little better. Yeah. He was having a hard time moving around. Yes. Um by the way, I forgot to bring up the Marcus Morris play. Do you see? I know. Yeah, that was nothing. I didn't. You didn't think that was dirty? No, because he didn't mean to do it. He was looking ahead at the ball. You're never. If you're gonna step on someone's foot in basketball, you should probably look where you're doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or at least I would do it. Did you think there was any um, intent to it? It just. I just felt as it. I don't know if how kind of. Only because I felt as if there was so much other space he could have been in and 
kind of chose. I may not have been dirty, but I don't think he needed to put himself in a situation to where it could appear dirty, if you know what I mean. I guess, but I think there's a million times a game where you get either could or do get tangled up with someone just in general, especially if you're going to be that close. Yeah, yeah. Because they were pressing. That one just felt a little odd to me, but I don't think it was like very, very intentionally. I just, it kind of just looked a little odd to me. I think if he was looking down, I would agree with you, but when you're looking up, it's very hard to judge where, oh, I'm going to put my left foot where his yeah. left foot's or his injured ankle stepping. So, yeah, and Mook, he doesn't have that reputation. Former Celtic, I watch him a lot. He's a tough guy, but he's not he's not a dirty player. So, yeah. But that's, yeah. No, I didn't, I didn't make too much of that at all. And that's the thing what you see in these playoffs is a lot of times stories become stories when there isn't one there. You know, that was a blowout yeah. game. Clippers went off. 100%. Um, what music you been listening to lately? Um, New music? I really haven't been listening to anything other than, I had mentioned the Victoria Monet. Did you check Nas' album. new album out? I have not checked Nas' I think you'd I've, like it. It's a I great album. I personally haven't honestly been listening to all that much music as of late, so. Been pretty busy. I've been busy. I was going to say, like, when I went on the trip last weekend. So I really haven't been listening all that much to music. New Big Sean came out with Nipsey, Deep Reverence, super hard, like super hard. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's a classic Nipsey verse off top to me. Great Big Sean song. Detroit 2 comes out next week, actually, I believe. So Big Sean will be coming. Detroit is his his best project to me, so hopefully he can... I do love Detroit. That's a great Hopefully he can kind of reincarnate something like that. So I've been listening to to that heavy. Like, that's been on repeat. Nas' album, like I said... Over great beats. That's been one of Nas's criticisms is that yeah. he doesn't pick great beats compared to like who his competition is to his peers. And uh this is just Hit Boy did it. Full of fire. Uh it was current sounding. It wasn't really Nas sound. There was a couple songs that really had that Nas, yeah, that gritty feel. Other than that, it was newer beats, but great beats. And Nas is incredible. I have this theory about Nas that he from from whenever like his debut was to now, I don't yeah. think he's lost a step at all. Like I've, you'd be hard pressed to find a whack Nas verse. Yeah. Like, can you think of one off top? Or no. Like, if you listen to Elmatic and then you listen to this album, no slippage at all. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Yeah, I. You one thing that you can count on is Nas having a very good verse on a song, like on uh, Major Key with Nas album. Always done. delivers. Like, that was. That was maybe the song of the album. Mm-hmm. Like he just always will come through, and it's weird because you would think after being almost thirty years in, into almost thirty years, I'm mean, about thirty years into hip hop, you'd think you would lose a little bit of your lyricism. But yeah, some, I mean, words are always coming, and new things are always coming. But up, usually, so, you lose a step a little bit. But yeah, yeah, I mean, it's like a basketball player; like you're mm-hmm. gonna lose. Like, LeBron is still as... It's kind of like LeBron in a sense. Like, LeBron's still great. And he's kind of... Where he's lost, he's made up in other aspects. Yeah. Still so, just as great. But not he's still, a, Not as explosive. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, you'll see Jay-Z mail one in every once in a while. Nas, find me one. Like, find me a yeah. whack Nas version. One where he just hard. mails it in. Won't happen. Probably right. on some feature on some album that you've never heard before. Something like, but you would he would never be on an album you've never heard. Was he on a Justin Bieber song? Yes, he That's, was on. Uh, he, I think he even we re- are. He even by Justin Bieber. <laughs> he even remixed a song with with Lil Nas X. He was on. Like, yeah. So yes. Which 
it had to have been 2020 for that to happen. Like, <laughs> yeah. He was on, I think, Alina Perez's album, too. Like, he just, he kind of shows up just in random spots out of nowhere. You're like, oh, Nas. Yeah, and those are definitely hear, highly paid appearances. And, oh, of course. <laughs> and then you hear him, and you're like, oh, okay, Nas is still Nas, but that's, I was not expecting him on, like, a Justin Bieber album. Like, okay. Then I've been listening to Aunt Clemens, Happy to Be Here. That's a dope album. You would like it since you like your R&B. Yeah. Because uh, he's connected to Kanye in some ways. Reminds me a little bit of Jeremiah. Mm-hmm. A little more soulful than Jeremiah. He's dope. He's dope for sure. By the way, I meant to mention it before. Funniest nickname I saw this weekend was Martin Luca King. <laughs> after Luca toyed with <laughs> the Clippers, had his legendary game, obviously. Yeah. So I meant to mention that on the last podcast. That shit had me rolling. Yeah. But, <laughs> so I got a few questions, actually. Yes. Uh, you didn't want to talk about the breakup so we won't talk about the breakup but we'll acknowledge that there was a breakup yes. right so single Keenan there's some would you call it drama in your life I wouldn't call it drama Um. but I saw something interesting floating around I wanted to get your reply maybe I saw um, a screenshot I don't really care to get into it to be completely honest. <laughs> what was your re- what was your reaction? Salty, but I was Yours all- was salty? Yes. What do you mean? I just Salty how? I just didn't understand as to why. I was but it's honestly it's water under the bridge. It's water Yeah, yeah no, you don't care. But your no. your first reaction give me your first facial expression when you saw it. <laughs> <laughs> It pretty much all I could just shook my head and just said dope. I was with Shannon and Joe. I mm-hmm. looked, we were just chilling, and it was like, all right, that's dope. But honestly, yeah. So it's yeah, water under the bridge. Like yeah, you said. it's whatever. Synopsis: Like Keenan single now, and uh, X Bay put up put up a screenshot on mm-hmm. some immature shit. Didn't make you look bad at all, honestly. It just no. I, I understand your reaction. But, that's why Salty took me off guard, because I would have just been like, the fuck? Well, I guess not Salty in the sense of, like, why. I was just more so just, I wouldn't say, okay, Salty may not be in the world, more so just annoyed, and just, why? That's funny, because I would have pictured your reaction to be like, yep, like that, more so why, like, just no, cool. it, it was more so just a why, like, just shaking the hand, like, dope, that, that was cool. Because people but, were hitting me about it, and I was like, yeah, I wonder where Keenan's reaction No, but is. really, it was... <laughs> It was really just dope, cool, like, <laughs> why? I don't get it, but if you feel that way, feel that way, Yo, it's she fine. Li- she looked the screenshot. It's, it's fine. Crazy. It's whatever. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so your dating life's on the up and up then? Uh, Yeah. Seen, yeah. seen a little guess here? What's that about? How's that going? Uh, Good. It's going well. Uh, Friends. Just friends. Long-term friends. Cool. Just chilling. Enjoying cool. life. I'm not... Plan on getting anything serious? Oh yeah, yeah, nah. No, I know that. I'm just saying, not planning on getting anything serious. Just enjoying every 24 hours. I'm awake. <laughs> there you go. That's what it's all about. So, I think I mentioned this last one. I don't know if we took it off. I can't remember, but blind date. I said maybe. So it's a possibility. Uh, You're gonna give yourself some time. Yeah, I mean, I don't feel like jumping into it now, but. Possibly in the yeah, future. You got to be serious about it. Yeah, you know, you no, just yeah, let, I, us, I, let us pick up where we left off, kind of thing. I was going to say, know? as I said before, I didn't, it wasn't anything that I need to obviously pursue as if yeah, it's like a relationship you know, kind of thing. Things but, starting to open up again. You know, let us set, let us set up. Possibly. You know. I mean, I'm still never, I'm never. Guys, can get ice just, cream. Yeah. I was, 
As I said before, we can go frolic in the grass. <laughs> sure, you can do that too. Have a pic have a picnic outside of outside of Wayne's. <laughs> Be a glaze to have a picnic. Warner Brothers, it's Friday Eve. Weekend coming up. What's your plans? Plans tomorrow, birthday party. Oh, Jerry, you got a little get together. I got a little get together. Uh, Saturday work, Sunday work. In between those times, no idea. Open to whatever. Maybe watch the battle rap event. I believe that's this weekend, and maybe, oh, maybe not. Nice. So, nice. other than that, nothing. Yeah, I'll just be watching the playoffs. Probably get together with friends at some point this weekend. Um, maybe get some pool in. Shot around last week and my shot felt way better than like it was like I've been playing for three weeks. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I know. My I, shot need, was I need back. to start. I need to start getting back in shooting. I haven't shot in about f- almost six months. We need to get some runs going. Yes. I, yeah, I hadn't shot in about two or three months, and I don't know. It felt feels great. nice. It felt great. Um, random thought. I'm thinking about getting a ping pong table soon. <laughs> Say less. <laughs> I've been thinking about where to put it, but I'm definitely thinking about getting a ping pong table within the next two weeks. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> I have something to offer to tell you about ping pong. Okay. And uh, yeah. So we'll be back. Everybody enjoy your weekend. We'll be back at some point this weekend. Yeah. Peace. <laughs>